0: Zimbraconda is a proud supporter of Wisconsin Badger Athletics. If you are looking to purchase, finance, or service a newer pre-owned Honda, buy Local. Part of the Madison community since 1973, Zimbraconda's customer service is second to none. Experience it today for yourself. Shop local, shop Zimbraconda. After three decades of excellence as head football coach and athletic director at the University of Wisconsin, Barry Alvarez is calling it a career. I describe Wisconsin as one of the best athletic programs in the country, one of the most consistent athletic programs in the country. ESPN Wisconsin celebrates all Barry Alvarez has meant and done for our great state. People in this state have been great to me. I love this place. It's Barry Week, presented by the Wisconsin Alumni Association and Iron Jock. Everybody likes to have an audience. Maybe everybody does, and I do. This is the Players of Barry with Tarek Sala and Derek Engler. Here's Mark Tauscher.
1: All right, I'm excited about this. We get joined here, Derek Angler, Tarek Sala, and myself, Mark Tauscher. Guys, well, how did, when you first heard this, that Barry was going to step down, what was the first emotion that hit Derek?
2: As a, a former player, it's reflection, right? And, you know, uh, because of really all of our Uh, close relationship as many of, you know, Coach Alvarez's former players are are, so close. Um, You know, it wasn't necessarily a surprise. Um, You know, there was um, always talk about timing. Uh, We knew, everybody knew it was on the horizon, but it wasn't reality. And when that sinks in and you start to think about it, you start to think about the foundation that was built at the University of Wisconsin Athletic Department, and, and just all the <clears throat> success that he's brought uh, to the program. And uh, it really sinks in. And then, and then you start to think about, uh, you start to have concern about, you know, where's the, the department going and so on and so forth. So uh, because, you know, we're, we're always going to be uh, Badgers. And, um, you know, it, it really sits in and, and uh, you know, you, 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 you just, you're thankful. And at the
3: same time, you're looking ahead. Yeah, hundred percent. Mix of emotions, right? Yeah, I. You know the horizon you mentioned. I thought the horizon was way out, and then all of a sudden, it's here, right? And uh, you worry about the future, uh, but then you look back and you're grateful for all those experiences. Both as a student athlete and then as a fan, it's it's been an unbelievable ride. And and hats off to coach. What a, what a great career.
1: Yeah, you know what? I just thought back to the first day that I walked into Holy Name Seminary i mean you think back and we see pictures you see Rose Bowl pictures now,
2: correct me if i'm wrong because we're all old yes we all played together yep. i think we what crossed over two three or four two three, or three years because yep. you came in 94 95, 95 95 so a couple years you know we, we our last senior year was 96 so was really mean to
1: me <laughs> really mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you were you're you were, you're were on the scout you know team that was no i was understand <laughs> i but it's like man he is a real jerk <laughs>
2: He, you know Tausch he was mean to me too you know and we were supposed to be quote unquote friends yeah. I mean so it didn't matter who was on the other side of the ball from that guy because he had JP you know up oh, his yeah. so it, it really didn't matter Um, but yeah he was um,
1: he
4: was just the he jerk. was actually yeah. to you really, really bad specifically I don't know why he I singled you I don't and now look at him.
1: it was Napoleon
3: you know what I mean like I,
1: I'm just I'm a midget no you guys, but you so know? so guys what I was getting to is I I. I just remember getting dropped off. And here I am, an 18 year old kid, grew up in a small town. And, you know, the first time Coach Alvarez gets up there, you know, the old blue chairs that you'd lo- lean back in at the seminary. And I, you just think that that's why it hit, I think, a lot of us is because what he and the program has helped make you, and you look back, you see Alvi's speech, we about getting the season tickets. And the same thing could be said for every one of us from our life and how we went from this young 18, 19, didn't know anything. Maybe we don't know anything now, but here we are. And Coach Alvarez has had such a big impact on all of
3: us. Well, at his press conference, when he talked about the lunch pail, right? And he's, he was... It's like, how many times have we heard that in those yeah, five, four or five years at the school? Those wire factories, those factories that... that that he grew up, uh, you know, he was serving lunch to the, to the different workers and the guys, and and they came back, you know, they were, at the end of the day they would pick up something from the store that he worked in, and they had the, you know, the lunch pail and the hard hat, and you know, that work ethic, that toughness, well, he, he tried did, to turn that on. He actually bring that. props
2: into yeah. our, our pro oh, game. Hard hat, and and, yep. with the pickaxe, the lunch pail, he'd be wearing the hard hat, I mean, he, he truly uh, emphasized Symbolism and, and knew how to impact and influence 18, 19, 20-year-old kids and, and did it in a way that we all bought in. You know, it was buying yeah, in. And why,
1: you know what I think now? Because, you know, you you mature and you understand. But how is it? What is it about Coach that? Because we've all been around coaches that guys didn't buy in. What was it about him that everybody? Because everybody did buy in.
2: Well, I, you know, i got to be honest with you, Tausch. When he came to my high school, you know, I was... I was scared, sh, you know, less. And I, I, he's got a trench coat on. He's got those big, you know, glasses, mafia type looking guys strolling with that. I mean, he's got that walk, you know, coming down the hall, a swagger, a strut. About, yeah. It is strut, you know. Yeah. And he's asking me what I what I want to study, and I, you know, I was into criminal justice, and he told me about when he had a beat, you know, in Nebraska for a little bit, and and that he wanted to be a, a cop too. But then, you know, years later. He told me a story where he was he was walking beat and it was one of those cold Nebraska blizzards. I mean, it was you know twenty below or something. And he's doing, he's got the late night shift and he, it wasn't for him. Him and his buddy, they found a, a hotel room and <laughs> they, they, they we get a call. We'll go out and get it, but we're not walking this anymore. That's that that was the end of his
3: law enforcement days. <laughs> but look, you know the the type of recruits that he brought in, right? Nobody was perfect, right? And nobody is perfect. But we you know, we can't get the five star kids all the time, and none of us were five star guys, mm-hmm. and so there was something maybe something wrong with us right uh, in, in many different ways, but you you had to turn that you know there are things you know we, we, we obviously had ability right, but you had to bring that ability out, and he had, he had that, <clears throat> that the way about him to bring out that confidence to find a way to to, to make a play or Take care of your schoolwork. Do something and, and, and be good at it. And I
2: think th- things shifted a little bit after that first Rose Bowl because I came in in 92. You know, Tarek's freshman year was the, the Rose Bowl year. Um, 92 was an interesting year. 90, just, you just wiped out half, you know, the roster because this is how we're going to do things. You know, we're going to work hard. We're going to do it my way. And 91, they you know, they came close. They had some wins. 92, we were a fumble away from going to the Freedom Bowl in, in, in Anaheim. But I'm going to tell you, in '92, out seminary, he'd come in and always talk about the little things. I mean, from no hats to sitting up straight to you know cleaning up after yourself in the in the cafeteria, all the little things. And if if we weren't towing the line on all, all the little things, you know, all hell broke loose out on the field, and we paid for it. And so, a great coach, you know, is going to be a strong leader, demand respect, you know, and and. And that's how you get guys to buy in. I mean obviously you know you got to be a strong leader and demand respect, but you also have to be an unbelievable teacher yep and and he was all those things among many others because as you you know years gone by now after you know being former players, we've all developed a close relationship with him. he's been a mentor to me I'm sure all of us a lot of players. Uh, helps helps letters, Hel- Absolutely. Help so many people out with other jobs. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and it's been a father figure so many alumni.
3: and yeah, uh, There's a lot of things nobody knows about. Yep, yeah. Right. And yeah, stories yeah. that we're not going to share, but, but there are things that he did under the radar that uh, I don't think too many guys would do. Yeah, and I just think like all of the life lessons that were taught, and y- and when you're going through
1: it, you're just you know you're going through yeah. trying to make sure you reach the nose, or you're getting you know, the right uh, landmark, and all of those details where you don't think, and then all of a sudden you start going out in real life, and you you know the pendulum,
3: as you know Coach That's totally true. Taught, well, what, when someone asked me to come speak at their school, right, happens every now and then, believe it or not. But I use his well, stuff. The All time, still. Love, yeah, love, you're still, hey,
1: still rolling with the. Up all-time. on the wall
3: in our meeting room, love, trust, was commitment, going against belief. Couch every day in to. Yeah. You <laughs> <team. laughs>
1: exactly. didn't, didn't get many sacks but, then, but.
3: But on the wall, on the wall, it said love, trust, commitment, belief. Yep. Right, and that sounded cheesy at the time, but as you, you you look at each one of those words, that's what makes up a team or a family. So whether you're at home with your kids or you're out in your business or you're, you're talking to other kids, you know it's easy to roll those those words out. and and, and tell the story and uh you know it's a huge impact in my life and I know in my own kid's life uh you know his words are you know awesome
2: and, and Tarek was I think I can relate to Tausch a little bit more we were more the grinders through our careers at University of Wisconsin you know I really didn't see the field much my first few years and um you know went through injury and stuff like that and I'm not sure Coach Alvarez even knew I mean I he knew who I was, but you know, I, I you know, I wasn't. I didn't get any uh, recognition, so to speak. My senior year, you know, I end up getting player of the game against uh, Ohio State or something, and and um, it was, you know, Ohio State was, and, and so the next day, Sunday, you know, they go through the player awards, an offensive player of the game, and my name gets complete. I mean, Tarek Salah that gets thrown all over the place, but Derek Engler, that's pretty. <laughs> forward somehow I had a d it, it became England Dur. so <laughs> I, I, I know I said it, but and I British I didn't care I didn't care I said I don't care I grinded for four years here I am and I I got recognized and and I I felt so proud you know because uh, I respected the man so much mm-hmm. and, and and now I mean that was you know just going through four years like you said Tosh you know trying to reach the nose trying to do all those yeah. little things and not really understanding the life
3: lessons that were being taught to you at that age. He called you English at one point.
0: English, too. English. English? I didn't care it was close. Yeah, (laughs) you're in the ballpark. You're listening to the Players of Barry Alvarez, part of ESPN Wisconsin's Barry Week, presented by the Wisconsin Alumni Association and Iron Jock. This is ESPN Wisconsin's Barry Week, presented by the Wisconsin Alumni Association and Iron Jock. Find more great content celebrating the legendary career of Barry Alvarez. Subscribe to the Varsity Podcast free on Wisconsin On Demand. Now, back to the players of Barry. With Tarek Sala and Derek Engler, here's Mark Tauscher.
1: I think we can all agree. You know, we talk about the greatest running back. The biggest impact in this program from a player standpoint, Ron Dane. No question. Uh, Heisman Trophy. I was fortunate to block for him. Made us look good. Ronnie? I'm here. What is going on, Ron? Can y'all hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Ron, we just were kind of. Hey, we were just telling stories about Barry. What was what was the I first step? I'm went,
5: sitting there listening to the stories. I'm like, you yeah, should have just jumped in. They real stories. I'm <laughs> <No. Like laughs> trying to say, I was talking the whole time. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> oh, yep, <there's laughs> I, yep, that's true. I'm like, yep, yep, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He. So you uh, know, like I'm sitting here listening to the stories. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> telling the kind of truth. That's what I'm like, yo. So. But, like, with D, you know what I'm saying? D and Tart, you know what I'm saying? Derek Engler and Tart, you know what I'm saying? Salah, them dudes was like, they took me under their wing right off jump. You know what I'm saying? Like, And that was a thing that coach.
0: Well, that's the first problem. (laughs) That was
5: right. But, uh, sorry. But coach put people together. Oh, you from this area? Oh, okay. Take Ronnie. Okay. You from this area? Take him. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, Coach kind of spread us out, and we was cool. So, the first time I got with Tark, I come home. You know what I'm saying? I go to Connecticut. You know, I'm at Tark's crib. He's like, yo, you come stay at my house. I'm like, what? I <laughs> just stay at your house? What? Are you serious? I'm a freshman. He like, he, uh, he a senior almost. Yeah, you a senior at this yep. time. Yeah. So, when I met his dad and his mom, His dad is like, yo, his dad building everything. Yo, the basement and his crib look like, yo, he building everything. You know, so I'm like, oh, man, well. And then we go upstairs. You just start smelling everything. His mom is cooking. Whatever you would like to eat, his mom was cooking. I'm like, oh. She's like, you ready to eat, Ronnie? I'm like, oh, no, I'm just... Let me see what everybody else is doing. Meatballs, so, right? right? You get, you get it you've meatballs, never been. You've
2: never meat been. Pe- what exit? Yeah, what exit the Jersey Turnpike when you go from south to north? You've never been north of that, let alone Cake Eatingville, Connecticut. I mean, you must have been. Right, where am I? That's a population there. It was
5: so crazy. <laughs> but he took care of me like. Like I was his little brother, like, and I ain't even played the game yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't play a game yet. Yeah, but Ron, you were you were the man, and dude. You know and and I was grateful uh, to be
3: your teammate. And, and I mean, and what you meant to not our to up, Ron. You you
2: said your freshman year, you, you can you come in and 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 Coach Alvarez he grabbed a lot of the seniors and said, we you know we got to wrap our arms around this guy. He's going to be our horse. And as yeah. you proved it uh-huh. coming in, you know, after a few games, and and then you know breaking all the rushing records, but. The, the, I still remember. We all do. All the old linemen. When you gave us the T-shirts that you know said o Line" with the motion W, and then underneath it, "My yeah. Kind of Guys." I mean, that mm-hmm. I, you know, I, it, too bad the mothballs got out after you know th- 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 three decades. What's but that but thing?
5: <laughs> that's all I could afford. The-
2: yeah, Amen, Amen. It, it was a, uh, a tribute know, and a, so. to, to who you were, and eventually who Tausch ended up blocking for, in, in, in the Rose Bowl. So, yeah.
1: Ron, can yeah, you, yeah. Derek, just kind of told the first time he met Coach, you know the. What yeah. was well, – give us that first time that you met Coach.
5: Y'all, y'all don't want to hear this story. Oh, yeah, so, we do. Um, what we do.
2: That's why we're um, calling on you guys. <laughs> it's players only.
5: So, look, so you got to think, we ain't had no cell phones. It was like beepers back then, you know. So, um, I'm at my homeboy's house. We always go to his crib. We play spades and we play dominoes and stuff like that. So, um, we over there, so my aunt called me. She's like, Ronnie, you need to come home. It's a coach over here. I'm like, what? What you mean it's a coach over here? What, what are you talking about? <laughs> so I only stay around the block, you know, so I just had to walk around the corner. But I'm like, it's a coach. So I walk, I'm walking around the corner, and I'm like, man, you know, I'm kicking with my boys. So, you know, we kicking it all day, you know, after school, you know, so... At the school party, you got a thing. Everybody had their friends, and we did our thing. So, once I get to the crib, I open the door. Coach gave me a hug right off the jump. Oh, I'm like, oh, I open the door. Coach gave me a hug. I'm like, oh, I don't even know. Coach, like, who is this? Like, what? <laughs> yeah, he gave me a hug. I'm like, oh, okay. Coach, thanks. You know what I'm saying? Like, who is this? He's like, Ronnie. He's like, man. You know anything you want, you could do it. I, first thing I asked him was like, um, "Well, coach," I said, well, um, "You going to let me carry the ball?" He was like, "Hey, you can carry the ball as much as you want." And I'm like, "What? what? Okay." So that's why average. My average in college was 35 carries. Amen.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <Hey>, <laughs> <'em>, feed him. Feed him.
1: You know the whole recruiting story of Ron Dane, and Ron changed this program. We all agree on that, right? He is the when you think Barry Alvarez and the everything. Yes, Bevels run the Rose Bowl, the Ron Dane like taking over games. Like, he made people quit Hawaii. Do you remember the Hawaii yeah. game where three hundred and what a quarter, a half? It that was brutal. I mean, they wanted no no moss, no
3: moss. He went on a tear there. It was- Three hundred plus, four hundred plus. Was far- well, you had. I mean, it was
1: you at center, right? Who? So that yeah. was a big, strong O line. Mack out at left tackle. I was run at three ten.
3: Gibby was the end over tight
1: end. Yeah, it, Gibby at four. 4- oh yeah, and they 50, said, "Is this legal?" Whatever. Was this legal? Run. Yeah, that was Vrabel. <laughs> oh, it
2: was yeah, it was Vrabel? <laughs> he was complaining on the refs. He's like, "No way, this is not legal." <laughs> <laughs> this he goes, like oh yeah, he's, he's out there. I'm at, I'm I'm ready. I'm listening to Cadence, Mike Samuel, and he's like he's like, "There's no way this guy can be wearing an 80 number
1: <laughs> to the ump." <laughs> but you know, they don't count the ball. Yardage, yeah. and, and I, uh, that I whole think, thing is a sham. There's like a thousand, mean, the fact a, that with a kid from San Diego State, nobody really believes
3: yeah. that that's what's happening. He's got like two thousand yards in bowl games. Yeah. Ron, yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, yeah but it, the the recruiting story there with Ron was always everybody wanted him as a fullback, and uh, you know, Coach Alvarez had that vision to say, "No, nah, I think he'd fit in pretty nice right here." And the rest is history. He would. He would. Um, what impressed
2: me the most about him especially even as a, a, a true freshman, um, you knew right away, similar, different style, but vision similar to Jonathan Taylor, where he could press and he could see backside holes as a true freshman. He just instinctively knew how to press a hole, where to see the window open. He understood. He It really impressed how he understood what the zone offense blocking game was about. Yeah,
3: and it, dude, I... He he ran four or five. I and I ran next to him, and I knew what I knew what I ran. I ran about a four six forty. This guy was a whole two yards ahead of me every time. I I try and race him all the time just because he was the guy, and he is so fast for that big.
2: Yeah, and and, and this guy wasn't running out of Seventh, bounds. At least speed. Yeah. He's not running out of bounds. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna punish you um, to make sure you. When he's got a full head of steam coming downhill, that you know he's gonna come again. And
3: he wears. So get ready. Wears you down. Wore
1: everybody out. And Ron, anything else you just want to kind of talk about, Coach Alvarez, and what the impact that he's made on your life?
5: Well, Coach, he he made a big impact in my life. Like, uh, it's just you know, it's just I don't know where to start at. You know what I'm saying? Or where does he? You know, like, coach gave me the opportunity to come in. You know, I was 285, you know what I'm saying, running back. Coming in, he gave me the opportunity to be a starting running back. So, like, yo, you blessed me right off jump. Like, yo, right. As long as you can carry the ball, you can do it.
0: You're listening to the Players of Barry Alvarez, part of ESPN Wisconsin's Barry Week, presented by the Wisconsin Alumni Association and Iron Jock. Thanks for the memories, Coach. People in this state have been great to me. I I love this place. Celebrating more than 30 years of excellence, this is Barry Week on ESPN Wisconsin. Presented by the Wisconsin Alumni Association and Iron Jock. Now, back to the players of Barry. With Tarek Sala and Derek Engler, here's Mark Tauscher.
1: Again, man, it's just me and Tarek Sala, Derek Engler. We're just sitting around and talking Coach Alvarez. And... A captain on one of the Rose Bowl teams I was a part of, a big-time leader, Bobby Adamoff. He decides to call in. Bobby, how are you? I'm doing
6: great. How are you guys doing?
1: What up, uh, Bobby? Uh, cracking a couple of course lights, just sitting around talking foolish, and you're a good talker. Bobby, tell us a little well, bit about... Yeah, I love it. Yeah, tell us a little bit about, uh, I guess, how you ended up coming to Wisconsin.
6: Yeah, so I, I came to Wisconsin to you would appreciate this. I I came from the uh, the walk-on route, so... I uh did. Tart treat you as the bad walk-on. as
1: it. Bobby, did Tart treat you as bad as he treated me when you first got her? He didn't like walk-ons very much.
3: You were on the right side of the I ball, think, though.
6: I, well, yeah. So I think it was a little bit different. So it was just uh, we ganged up on the uh, the offensive walk-ons. Oh, okay. Yeah, that the sounds right. Gang up on yeah, offensive walk-ons. That's true. So yeah, I. um. Yeah, I came through and thought I had a good high school career like like we all did and uh I took my visit down to Wisconsin and, and coach when you get the uh the time to sit with him, and he said, uh listen, we this was like one of my first in life where he said to me, He's like, You know, we only, only we only have so many scholarships and we need to recruit somebody in the defensive backfield that can play corner and safety. And he's like, I'm gonna be honest with you, you can't play corner in the big ten. And I remember sitting back thinking you know what, you're right, I can't play corner in the Big Ten, so this starts to make a lot of sense to me. So then I thought I was going to North Dakota State because they had offered me a full scholarship. And, um, and I guess that word got back, and Coach McCarney uh, caught wind of it, and Mac called up my high school coach and said, listen, I want to come up to uh, Southern Door, and we're going to have a conversation with Bobby. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine, but listen, I'm, I think I'm going to take the ride. And uh, he's like, let me just talk to you. And I'm like, all right, that sounds sounds good. So he came up. He walked out of the room after talking with me for about 20 minutes. And I was running to Wisconsin. Like the sales job that he put on, uh, talking about Coach Alvarez and what that means from a walk-on standpoint and how important that is to him, it was the best opportunity that I could have. And, and I was Wisconsin ever ever since then. And uh, obviously, don't look back and regret it.
3: Yeah, by the way, speaking of walk-ons, and, and, and Mark, you're obviously a walk-on. What I mean, the walk-ons are such a big part. You know, Coach talked about the foundation. Like, th- that is a centerpiece of our foundation. Talk about, I mean, both you guys can talk about it. And all the guys, from Joe Panos to both of you, I mean, our championships were founded by you guys, man. It's pretty cool, isn't
1: it? I, well, I, I kind of wanted a true it's or true false true. question. Not, what, are, what are we, <laughs> well, we back in the is blue it, is out, writing essays out? Is I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, and says out? I want a truth statement. And you I want what? a truth statement. That yeah, and I'll just say, and I think coaches said this many times, it's, you know, I think when you're bringing walk-ons in, the expectation's pretty low. It's you know you want you want guys to come in that unless are gonna, it's uh, a
2: safety position uh,
1: yeah safety yeah you're right yeah. about that but yeah. it's more he called him he called us the erasers because there were a lot of recruited guys that would come in <laughs> that maybe wouldn't that get scholarships that wouldn't pay. <laughs> not Derek <laughs> there's maybe other guys that did I grinded it out but it didn't get yanked <laughs> but what was nice about it and I think Bob I, for me it was yeah you have to go through the process it's not always fun. But you go through that process, and you're going to get a crack at it. It's not, well, so-and-so's a scholarship guy. He's going to get that. If you can play, you're going to play. And that was always the the message that we got. And once you get that opportunity, if you run with it, great. You're going to get to play. And that's I don't know if that's necessarily where it's at with a bunch of other places, but you know, Coach Alvarez looked at what Nebraska did back in the old days, and that was the model that he took and he had a lot of success Unfortunately, for guys like me and bob and jimmy leonard jason Doring, a lot of guys it's been an it's been great for us but let me ask you
2: both you and bobby can answer this um you know from coach alvarez and his staff uh you know did you the inclusion was it immediately there did you feel the same as the scholarship guys uh or was it until you felt like you could play and you're doing some stuff on the field you know because my freshman year I had, I had a, a, a a guy that uh, was a walk-on from D.C. Everest and he only lasted a year you know you know, with when oh, you're not on a scholarship there's a lot of stuff that you know there's stressors on you that you know scholarship guys that don't have to deal with and so and he wasn't one of you guys he knew that he was going to probably not be able to play and you know what was he doing type of thing yeah go ahead Bob
6: yeah, I mean, for, for me, I I wasn't getting my college paid for, and that's the only difference that I felt. As far as being included in the team and being a part of the Badger family, as a walk-in, like, I didn't feel necessarily any different or thought I should feel different than the scholarship players. Now, when it came to actually getting your opportunity, and, Talish, I think you nailed it, you're going to get your opportunity. You don't know when it's going to come, but when it comes – You better be ready. And, of course, like in business, right, you made the investment in that scholarship player, and they are going to get the first looks, right, and they may even get more looks. But if you're a walk-on and you're not ready when your opportunity comes up, you're going to miss it. Like, you were given it, you didn't capitalize on it, and it's going to be gone. And that's where I feel – and I think back to a game – the first home game after my red shirt year and we were playing and I remember the the person that was starting in front of me made a couple mistakes and Coach Jay Hayes said Bobby get in there and I got in there and we gotta hear your Jay Hayes
1: impersonation Bobby
6: we're on the radio Coach Hayes I got the deep voice (laughs) like come on Bobby Adamoff like he had this solid dude yeah I mean that, that was pretty good right Um, you just sat up in your seat, stood up, looked at him and paid attention because he had that commanding presence um, like a lot of the coaches did. But I remember in that game, you just were where you were supposed to be and you did your job. And that showed like, all right, you can play on this level and then opportunities start to open up from there. But overall, as a walk-on, and I think the the book that came out, the walk-on, people had different perspectives of it for me I felt like I was part of the team from day one. I never felt any different, and it was on me to prove that I could be there. Uh, And maybe from a scholarship standpoint, Derek and Clark, you guys you know, and people that were coming out of scholarships, you're proving maybe you shouldn't be there, and it was just flipped. But either way, you were looking for the guys that should and wanted to be there, and that's what rises to
3: the top in place. Man, I was begging for guys to play. You know, there's there was we there were guys that didn't make it. And you, you look at every class. You bring 20, 25 guys in. You really only get like five or six guys who start, right? And a lot of times only five or six they can play. And you get five or six over four. You know, you're talking 20, 25 guys that are starters. You need, you yeah, need
2: guys. And and to Bobby's point earlier, and that's why I, I asked it, is just, you know, if Coach Alvarez and staff – you know, even, even the, the guys that weren't, you know, a Jason Doring, a Mark Tauscher, a Bobby Adamov, you know, a Jeff Mack, um, you know, so on and so forth, guys that just had a role on the scout team that felt proud to have that role. You know, Coach Alvarez and his staff still included those guys, and it was important. It was always important because I played scout team for, you know, a few years, too, for sure. And I always felt like I got to make... Tarek Sala better or whomever better that across from me. Um, despite and, and by the way, being going, going, against, you my, out. Yes, going against you two
3: guys. This <laughs> is Tausher and Nigler going against you two guys. I goucher. I I I had more trouble <laughs> going against you two guys. And I, and I, I a lot. Yeah, I, 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 why I got frustrated. I really didn't
1: like you. Yeah. you were tough on me. So, but I, I would be mean. mean. I'd be really mean. tried to be
2: mean <laughs> to Mac too. Chris Macintosh. Oh, well, yeah, that That's was over. to over
3: All yeah. Well, that was just that had to happen. Matt yeah, so was... beat
7: the
2: heck out of it. I tell you. Uh, well, the face mask got ripped off the helmet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
8: that but didn't the reckoning that happened. didn't help
1: because in come down when he was when I was on Scout TV, it wasn't that much more friendly when he came <laughs> down. So that didn't really work out that well. Bobby, what what did Coach Al mean? What, it, it sounds like it's like morbid, but what does Coach Al mean to you? Uh,
6: I mean, he set up the rest of my life. So when I think about just going through kind of my childhood and uh, the father figures that uh, I had in my life, and it's Coach Alvarez, and he has this aura about him and the leadership and the way he approaches people and excellence. Um, there's so many things that, I, that I've taken with me uh, into my career. And, and two that kind of rise to the top from that perspective is, nothing is ever as good, nothing is ever as bad as it seems. The truth is always somewhere in the middle. And we would hear that and we had good teams, right? So if we were coming into the locker room at halftime up 27 to nothing, whatever it may be, right? The truth is always somewhere in the middle. You got to go and play the second half. It's important. And the other one which was um, the banner on our senior poster Don't Flinch. And those, those are two probably the most prominent things I've taken with me that Coach Alvarez instilled in us as young men that, listen, bad things are going to happen in life, deal with them. Keep moving forward. Don't flinch. You're going to figure it out. And I think of just countless times that, uh, that that has served me well in life. So, he is an awesome person. You know, for me, I was a captain my senior year in Tark. If we're playing true and false, I also did start in a Rose Bowl like Brooks. Um <laughs>
1: so, uh, <laughs>
6: I was there. I was there for you.
1: <laughs>
6: Thank
4: you. Thank you.
6: That's where I really got to know him. Like you're a contributor and then that year that I was captain, you know, you start having the weekly meetings with him and you start really just dialing into his leadership and his philosophy and how he approaches things and getting to know him on that more intimate level, and yeah, I really appreciate that time and having that, that one-on-one experience with him because it, it showed me a lot and it taught me a lot. So yeah. He's a phenomenal person. I, I cannot say enough things, and it's a bittersweet to see him, him go, but it's also, you know, for us that have had the opportunity to learn and grow under him, it's pretty cool that we're able to uh, look back and, and say that we did.
1: Bobby, I couldn't say it better myself. Well, Amen, Don, Bobby. That was beautiful, man, man. You have if, if, if things if, don't work out over an exact yeah, sciences, we to say that. Talk, with his true and false questions. You
9: can either join true
1: it, false. One more, one more Monday false. night drive <laughs> Did, show. You can join our show. One, whatever you one want. One more, one more true
3: false. Did Tarek Sala poop in a box in 2019? True or false. Can, is there a we is there a, we, don't, we don't, know. Wanna know
4: they don't wanna know? Yeah
3: it's a little it's a little shout out for exact science, Bobby. Okay. You do a great job over there. Is. We'll make, we'll make <laughs> sure does he is. What did we do over it? there?
6: will
8: make sure <laughs> we edit
1: that. I don't know Were you there when I pooped in the box? <laughs> <laughs>
3: there
1: you go. But well, Bobby, we couldn't end it we thought so, we ended it better. We couldn't end it any better than tart pooping in a box. So I,
2: can't wait to have a, a beer with you, Bobby,
1: out in the patio.
6: Hey, looking forward to it, fellas and uh, I'm uh thanks number. For having me. good catching
1: over the Yeah, them. Bobby and I are gonna win a championship this summer. We got it we're teamed up. Oh, nice. yeah, we're, we're teammates. Yeah. I just found out about it, so I'm excited nice. about that. Nice. Bobby, get your handicap up. Get after it. We'll be there rooting for you. I do. <laughs> All right, I do thanks. That every time I play,
6: <laughs>
5: thanks. Hey,
0: put every score in. When you play with your kids, I don't care what you put it, put the score in. You're listening to the Players of Barry Alvarez, part of ESPN Wisconsin's Barry Week, presented by the Wisconsin Alumni Association and Iron Jock. Iron Jock would like to thank Barry Alvarez for his storied career at the University of Wisconsin. Thank you, Barry, from Iron Jock Nation. Go to ironjock.com and receive 20% off orders over $50 when you use the code IRONJock20 miss any great barry Week content you don't need a search committee to find it i won't use a search committee most search committees use me full show podcasts are available free subscribe to the varsity podcast on apple spotify wisconsin on demand and wherever you get your podcasts now back to the players of barry with Tarek sala and Derek engler here's mark Tauscher. players
1: only jabbering about coach alvarez and you know how important he's been to all of us it's been great catching up with a bunch of bunch of guys that we either played with or that have been a part of this program, and here we go. This is a guy that helped us. My um, team in 1999 that helped get us over the hump. Probably, I, I don't know where we put him in the quarterback rankings. Brooks has himself number one. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. But where do you put Brooksy Bollinger? Oh, I thought Shabert was going to be... No. No. James, <laughs> no. Oh, Sorge. No. It's Sorge-y. <laughs> um, obviously Mike Samuel. I got Jay Macias. Beville, uh... Tony, Lowry, Tony played Lowry played for a while. Uh, <laughs> Tony Lowry. Uh, Randy Wright. There's a list a litany of guys. Oh, hey, oh, the, the Yips guy. I can't remember his name. He's pretty recent. Oh, yeah. Horny Brook. Oh, horny horny Brook. <laughs> well, there's no doubt Horny Brook. That's 100 He's the leader. He's the leader we always were waiting <laughs> as, for. As you can tell, Brooks, we've had a couple pops tonight, and we wanted to get... First off, how are you, buddy? What's been going on?
10: I'm doing well. I just... Uh was down there with you yesterday, and it's great to see you guys. And then I was up in Duluth, Minnesota, beautiful, today, and uh, just walked in the door getting home. So happy to join you guys.
1: Fantastic. Look at We're just having the time of our lives sitting here. But, Brooks, I don't know about you. I I think it hit me when we kind of got this news because, A, it tells you, man, we're getting old, but also, man, what a legacy that Barry Alvarez has left here. When you when you hear Coach's name, what's the first thing that kind of pops into your head?
10: i tell you what, that uh, that picture, I don't know if you guys saw that, or online with the 78 trophies or whatever it is. And um, I, I, I think about, you know, he's the godfather. And it, it's hard to really put into words, but, you know, every single person i ever told that, you know, or asked, you, know, you played, played at Wisconsin, yeah? Who is your coach? You play for Barry, you know, and uh, it's uh, kind of the godfather. That's about all you can say.
2: You know, Brooks, you know, being a, a coach's son and, you know, and I, you know, I've had the privilege to meet your dad numerous times. I mean, you know, I, I know you obviously were raised with a lot of the core values and the attributes that, you know, Coach Alvarez taught us all. But, I mean, are there any – Few, you, especially being at the quarterback position, and I will, even I'm biased because, you know, obviously Mike Samuel was my quarterback and, and Bevel before that, uh, I still will put you at number one. Uh, we're friends, but, you know, I, I, I'm truly objective <laughs> when I say that. I, I, I'm just curious if there's something that sticks out, you know, during your career at University of Wisconsin that, that Coach alby I mean, you know, that he maybe pulled you aside or had a meeting with you or anything like that that you that sticks out for you?
10: Yeah, you know, it's funny. I, there's there's so many of them, and I, I had a lot of time to think about it. You know, I, I think at the end of the day, the most amazing thing to me, he could put his arm around you and make you feel like anything was possible, right? Like, I, that guy could sit me down and convince me, you know, that I could, you know, run to Madison right now. And he just has that ability to not only make you feel that way as an individual, but then to take a group of men and set this vision and unify them on this goal and make them believe that anything is possible. And what, what makes that, I don't know, right? It's a little bit of the swagger. It's a little bit of the tenacity. Um, and, and you put it all together. And, and I think that he he just has that uncanny ability, um, to understand people and put them in a position to be successful. And, um, you know, I, I, And there's so many things, and I was fortunate, you know, like you said, to be around, be a coach's kid, a great family. I I have a really good high school coach, teachers. um, And you almost, as you're going through it, you almost take some of it for granted, right? And you just think, like, that's what playing college football is, right? That you have these kind of unbelievable mentors and role models that you look up to that, that instill these things in you and kind of make these things possible in your life and as you get older you realize that that's the exception not the rule right yep. and, and you just you know i, I kind of just left with, with just so much just a renewed sense of gratitude uh and kind of smack yourself with don't ever take that for granted um not just the experiences we had which are beyond kind of my dreams or even what i could comprehend but on top of that is, is doing it the way that we did it because of him and, and because of what he put in place. And I thought Donald Shalala said something interesting that resonated with me was just, you know, he's got a, he had a, a passion for excellence. And, and that, that term kind of stuck with me. And you just knew where the bar was and, and, and it, the bar was sometimes in places that you didn't think were, were maybe possible but um he was able to, to elevate people to that level and, and continues to, right? He just he, he has that ability which is, is so unique um to lead people in that way.
3: Brooks, you had an amazing career, but you started early, right? Your red shirt freshman year, I believe you started in the Rose Bowl. Is that true? True. Unbelievable, right?
0: What is <laughs> this? <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I just want to remind everyone. You had 15 baseballs. Yeah, yeah, no, we've, we've been tonight. doing in the trenches for like 20 years. That's how old we are. I'm trying to remember. This is, a wow, she has to is this true or false? <laughs> is that a fair statement? Yes yes no. oh <laughs> is, is that a fair
0: statement? Yes or no? Oh, my
10: God.
3: Is that a fair statement? Was, was, was that a question?
10: <laughs> no, there's no question.
3: Is no no that true or
0: false? What? <laughs> yeah.
3: Oh my what god. What was the question? My question <laughs> is what did what did coach Alvarez before that game? I mean, you're a, you're a young guy playing in, you're starting quarterback in the Rose Bowl. What how did coach Alvarez approach that game and and what what are your memories of of preparation and and going to the game and how did how did he affect the whole the whole game?
10: Well, so I w- you know I was naive enough to be confident okay so i'll go back an earlier story and, and coach tells this one once in a while but so um tell you might remember this but we're you know the year before i'm i'm on the scout team right and that was not a fun place to be the scout team yeah, scout team okay? stakes okay. yeah. with t- tom burke Don L. Thompson, <laughs> that's J. all you gotta J. say i got I, I i got 11 stitches in my chin when we're in Spiders in a Thursday, oh you know, kind of half walkthrough through practice. Because I built a tradition there. The, <laughs> I, I completed it all three times in a row, and Jason Doring like, rolled me up, okay, <laughs> under my chin. And um, so that, Tom Burke would hit me on the way back to the huddle, right? Like, um, you know, it, it didn't matter. And so it was, you, you kind of earned your strikes down there, which, which, you know, was good for me. So, you know, Mike Samuel, who's one of my favorite guys, he's a great guy, and he sometimes had a little, you know, spiral issue uh, in practice, right? And, Mike, we're getting ready to play Penn State. It's like Wednesday, late in the fall, so it's, I, you know, I can still remember. It's dark out. And you remember those practicing on Camp Randall? It's dark late in the season. We're getting ready to play Penn State to win the Big Ten and go to the Rose Bowl. All of a sudden, I'm down on the scout team. I hear, Brox! Brock, get down here. I'm like what me? I run down to the other end of the field with the first team offense. First time all year I've even been down there. It's dead silent. Nobody's saying a word. I'm like, what the hell happened? They're like, get in there. I'm like, okay. So I'm going in now against the scout defense. I complete like four passes in a row. I'm bouncing around like, hey, that's pretty good, huh, guys? What do you think? Ding, ding, ding? And uh they're all looking at me, it's dead silent. Coaches Coaches MF and Mike Samuel.
0: Oh, Mike, what the man?
8: What are we doing? It's Wednesday before
10: the game, and <laughs> we get off and practice ends. We call it up, and he's still getting after Mike, just chewing his butt. And uh, he comes over and he, he kind of puts his arm around me. I'm smiling like I just, you know, completed my first ever four passes in a row on the first team offense, clueless. And I go, we're walking off, and I go, hey, coach. I mean. Not for nothing, but, you know, we're about to play a pretty big game. Don't you think you maybe should be building up Mike's confidence rather than tearing him down so bad?
5: <laughs>
10: so I, I decided it was a good time for me to coach up Coach Alvarez a little bit. Um,
5: <laughs>
10: anyways, um, so that was the advice I gave Coach. I, I, I think he, uh, he laughed his butt off, but – um you know, I, I don't remember him really making a big deal about it. Just wait. What did right Coach down? do? Did I, he
1: smirk at you? Did he? Yeah. Did he slap I, I, you? We, yeah, we were gonna
10: let you off there. <laughs> yeah, I was like,
1: we, there,
2: there had to have been a classic uh, yeah, Coach Alvarez response.
10: Be... <laughs> I think he was so caught off guard that, that he, is... just kinda, he just kind of he just kind of looked at me like whatever <laughs> and walked away like it was just kind of ended. <laughs> and I didn't even think of it. I didn't even think anything of it. I was just like, hey man, like guys the quarterback, you know he's not a linebacker like, get his confidence up a little bit. Come on. <laughs> now,
1: you quarterbacks are always looking out for each other. Brooks well, he knew how he knew how the kid from Philly yeah. would respond, basically.
5: Yeah.
10: <laughs> oh yeah. I, I he, obviously he knew more than I did and I had a lot to learn. But um so, you know, I I think going into the Ohio State game that it was you know um you know it, it worked out really well for me, number one, we had an unbelievable team and and you know that was when coach, if you remember he was he was getting his knee he was about to get his knee replaced, so he wasn't even on the sideline for that game he was he was up in the booth um so <clears throat> the first time I remember talking to him was um a pretty cool moment, and I can't remember the exact words, but you know that was a game we scored. Thirty-nine unanswered or whatever, and um, and picking up, say pick up the phone, you know the sideline phone, and, and that thing was was well in hand, and you know they were they were yelling at us for running up the score in the horseshoe, which I didn't think was possible, and uh, you know got to, it was a pretty proud moment, and he was pretty excited, and and that's something I'll always remember.
1: All right, Brooksy, before we let you go, any anything, I guess. During the course of your time, I mean, we we heard Cindy uh, telling us some fun stories. What's the dumbest thing that you've done or want to give us something good?
10: Okay. <clears throat> well, we don't have enough time for for, for all those things. But um, so you remember like Fan Day and Training Camp, right? Um, whatever, the day that you'd set up the autograph tables and stuff like that. What's that called? You guys know? Family, yeah. Day. Yeah,
1: family day. Family Day. Yeah, something day. like that, yeah.
10: Badger family day. So it's Badger family day. Some guy comes in the line and we're signing stuff or whatever. And this was going into my senior year. And uh, so this guy says, he tells me this whole story. It's, hey, listen, I'm a diehard Badger fan, whatever. My brother in laws Ohio State fan. We want to stick it to him, whatever. And, you know, we were 2-0 at the horseshoe, right? And we danced in the O two times. And so I, his name was Diz said, make it out to Diz, put something good on there. So I said, to Diz, the horseshoe, they built it, we own it. So whatever, screw it around, time goes on. All of a sudden, we're about to play. Ohio State's like one in the country my senior year. College game day is at Camp Randall. Get a call. They they This guy took... Whoever Diz is, took this thing, brought it to Trestle at Ohio State, had Trestle take it, show the whole team. They all signed it, gave it back to him. Kirk Herbstreet's holding it up on college game day.
5: Oh, uh, and maybe, my. A couple,
10: maybe a couple of days before coach. And I'm not, you know, I'm a coach's kid trying to be politically correct. I always say the right thing in an interview. It's like mortifying me, right? Oh, yeah. So, this is actually like, a, you know, this is Thursday or Friday. Like, did You write this, and I'm like, I'm like, I don't know, but let me see it. But I don't think that. And he goes, that can't be your writing. That looks like a first grader. <laughs> Denied. <laughs> Denied. 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 <laughs> oh
0: yeah.
10: I'm like, actually, yeah. That's that's uh, that's me, Coach. I uh, I did it, <laughs> and uh, that was not the, that was not the year. You know, I don't think with that team they didn't. Looks they didn't like need a first grader. <laughs> 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 they didn't need a, a a lot of material to to beat us and um they uh, they beat us and it wasn't a great day but uh what kind of spies yeah, are
2: they sending up here for family fun day I don't Good know god
10: I, I you know like you can't be careful enough I guess you know that was Free instagram and Yeah, I was going to say, why don't yeah, they post it on Facebook?
1: Really, yeah, now it's even worse. Yeah. All right, Brooksy, we appreciate just you. Thanks for joining us. And Derek's got you as number one target. Yeah. I got you, what, like 20th on the QB I'm, Power range. You keep I'm just, working hard.
2: Hey, you're moving yeah, up ladder. Keep you're keep climbing. You're, I just, I'm glad you're <laughs> off the road. Road warrior. Holy
10: smokes. <laughs> ne- ne- next time, we got to rank the offensive linemen or something. Oh, oh yeah. Right. We'll, we'll make ran- sure... <laughs> You yeah. guys are all number one, as yep. long as you
3: pick up the tabs. we are we'll all number sh- one m- in my heart. We'll make sure, yeah. <laughs> I better be number one for the Rivers <laughs> yeah, <you're number> <laughs> yeah. got he has got nothing on you, man. <laughs> we have,
1: Brooks is coming down. He's going to be my member guest partner. What's your member number? We'll have to right. get a big night. A, what's your member number? Let's I'll see. let you know afterwards. <laughs> hey, hey, There's Brooks in prosody, isn't there? Oh, yeah. There's always <laughs>
0: reciprocity. All
1: right, Brooks, appreciate you.
0: Thanks, boys. Take care. You're listening to the players of Barry Alvarez, part of ESPN Wisconsin's Barry Week, presented by the Wisconsin Alumni Association and Iron Jock. This is ESPN Wisconsin's Barry Week, presented by the Wisconsin Alumni Association and Iron Jock. Find more great content celebrating the legendary career of Barry Alvarez. Subscribe to the Varsity Podcast free on Wisconsin On Demand. Now back to the players of Barry with Tarek Sala and Derek Engler. Here's Mark Tauscher.
1: I think probably the most one of the more underappreciated Badgers from a receiving standpoint, and that, that sounds crazy to say because is crazy. I think numbers wise, is he tops? Well, we'll have, we'll ask him. I'm sure he knows. Lee Evans. Lee, appreciate you joining us. It's Derek Engler, Tarek Sala, and myself, and we're we're just talking about Coach Alvarez. So when we say Coach Alvarez, tell us your first thoughts.
9: The great. You know <laughs> that's a, you know that's what comes to mind I mean it's you know obviously everything he's done you know for the program for Wisconsin for me you know it's 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 you know it's a unbelievable run, and you know it, it, i'm I'm still a little bit in shock about it, but you know it was coming at some point, but you know uh i'm I'm happy for him, but you know I'm definitely gonna miss him around.
1: So Lee, what's what are some of the things I mean, now you've been retired for a while What are some of the, you know, Derek and Tark and I were just kind of talking Just talking about life And all the yeah. times that something comes up Where it's like, ah, I remember We talked about that, you know, pendulum swinging and All the different lessons we learned What are some of the things that you've kind of taken from Coach?
9: You know, one of the things That he always, you know, talked about Was, you know, taking care of your Business off the field Right, even when you know, when we were in college, dealing with tickets and things like that, you know, it's like you got to have that out of the way by you know Wednesday or Thursday, and you know, get focused on the game and not have a lot of outside destruct, outside, uh, you know, influences, you know, taking your attention away from what you got to do. So uh, that was one of the first things that you know that I learned from him coming in, and you know, as a as, as a freshman, uh, one of the things that stuck with me for a while till now.
3: So Lee, why Wisconsin for you? And tell us your story. Of how how you first met Coach Alvarez, and and what made you pick Wisconsin?
9: Uh, so, you know, coming from Cleveland, it was another uh, another receiver that came up there two years before me, Chris Chambers, and so we went to high school together. And uh, they recruited. Obviously, they recruited Chris, and I was two years under him, so they saw me play a little bit, and um coach mason was was the uh the receiver coach at the time, and uh he was the one that recruited me and so you know chris chris ended up going to Wisconsin, and you know they 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 started coming after me and coach alvarez came out or he, uh he had sent the letter and i took a visit up, and you know he was he was you know he he was excited to you know to talk to me and and he really seemed like he wanted me to come to Wisconsin and you know they offered me my junior year at the end of my junior year so um you know that that showed a lot of commitment from him and you know he was a he was a man of his word on that and uh you know and they really pursued me from you know from an early from an early standpoint um and you know and 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 that was never lost on me
2: Lee you know I, I think correct me if I'm wrong Were you a freshman the year of the shoebox scandal? Was that your second year? And by the way, we're taping this so we can edit all this out and blah, blah, blah. blah. I'm just (laughs) curious. I'm I'm curious. (laughs) What was your role? No. (laughs) How many shoes yeah, did you many, get? Did you get a free shoe? <laughs> did you get any t- shirts?
4: Do, 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 do you
3: have points saved up? I wore mine proudly <laughs> out, out uh, in, in Metal Land.
9: I got, mine I around 10 million shoebox
3: <laughs>
2: <chew> points.
9: <laughs> the, the SEC guys were laughing at me. You know, it, it, it's funny that you mentioned that because so you know I obviously moved around a bit and as a, I moved to Virginia now about seven years ago and I'm, I'm searching through boxes, and I come across a shoebox T-shirt. <laughs> we all do. <laughs> right? I mean, I, I probably had every color of T-shirt
2: they had. <laughs> well, how did Coach Alvarez handle that, that you remember? I mean, obviously that was early on in your career at UW, but, that yeah. I mean, that's, you know, we, we joke and laugh about it because you hear about all these other, you know, National scandals and, and the magnitude of them, and, and this was, you know, free T-shirts and, and discounted shoes for the most part. But how did which how, everybody how did, else in the community got? Yeah, just for the record, exactly. How did how did he address you guys, the players, and his team and the staff?
9: Well, you know, that year, right? We had very, very, very high expectations on Huge. our team that year, right? Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, everything going into it, you know, we were thinking and talking and feeling and being. You know talking about competing for a national championship, and so that was that was his you know that that was that was kind of where he tried to keep everybody's mindset was you know all right we're gonna lose some guys, but step up we're all a we're a championship caliber team, and we're gonna play these teams, and we still gotta act and be as champions and so um you know obviously it, it was it was <laughs> it was a lot harder when you're going in you know with you know seventy percent of your guys. But you know, I think what then he drove into everybody that everybody had to be accountable. Everybody had to step up, and you know I think it brought it brought us tighter as a team.
3: Lee, tell us about the Ohio State game, and I, I think it was mhm- and that 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 big catch. But talk about the the approach to the game when I was playing Penn State. We played Penn State. <clears throat> you know, I've, I'm from Connecticut. That was the school growing up. he said Notre Dame was really good, and that was a big game for us. We ended up beating them at Happy Valley. But the lead-up to the game and kind of, you know, the the one thing I remember about, well, a lot of things about Coach, is getting the edge, right, in preparation. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he Mm -hmm. teed it up really nice and prepared the team. Tell us about the preparation leading up to the Ohio State game and what that meant to you because you're from Ohio. Yeah,
9: well, obviously that that game – was a game that I'd always marked on the calendar every year. And um so, you know, coach had a high level of confidence in, in that in our team and being able to beat that team. And, you know, coach is, you know, he you know, he can you, you, you can tell when he's walking with that, you know, he's always walking Swagger. with that that, that quiet uh, confidence, right? And you know and you can sense that. You can feel it. And, you know, that, that whole week You know that's what he had, and it was you know, it was all in. Everybody was all in. Everybody was focused on this game coming up, and uh, obviously they were they were coming into our house, and you know we we had been playing them well uh, for the past few years, and so you know coming into this game it was a it was a you know obviously a lot of hype and and kind of a marquee game for the season, and and for me personally it was you know it was the game where Uh, uh, two years ago before my injury that I was supposed to come back for my senior year. And so for me, it it was a little bit, a little bit more on the table because, you know, I I had that opportunity taken away from me a year ago. And so I was coming into it, you know, very amped up, very hyped up, obviously wanted to win the game, this national championship, but coach, coach made a, made a big, a big, big emphasis on, you know, everybody had to be all in. It's going to take everybody to win this game, and you know, I think when you when you go back and look at it, the the number of people that stepped up and made big plays at times during the game and throughout the game, uh, you know that 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 meshes mesh held true.
2: You know, and you know, in coach's tenure, I think every player that played for him would agree with you, Lee, that he could get us prepared for the big games. Uh, you know, I mean, there there are very he few loved the big games. Oh man, man. there! I mean, it yeah. was when it was Ohio yeah, State, Michigan, it, Penn State. It,
1: correct me if I'm wrong. It always in it's not no longer. It's what it's always great beating Michigan. But I think we all took and he really took yeah. umbrage with the fact that it's Michigan, Ohio State, and everybody else. His
2: his, his yeah. one of his first big big win landmark wins was when we beat number five Ohio State or number three, I think, in 1992. Is my true freshman year. That was his biggest win uh, as coach at University of Wisconsin. His first biggest win, uh, and then obviously many, many, many more after that. It, it's just it's amazing to me what he could do. And it, it's, we all know when it started. Started Sunday, you know, for that prep. We it started, and, and the build up to it was amazing. It wasn't too Thank fast you. out of the gate. It was it literally had he had us ready to blast out of the you know the, the locker room at, at game time.
9: And and you know you know we've all you know played on the collegiate and pro level, you can see when coaches get tight, right, and they get nervous, and then yeah, you know yep.
11: you,
9: you, everybody feels it. It's in the building, tension in the building. We never, you know, you never f- had that feeling with with with, with Coach Alvarez. He was no, always no confidently, <laughs> you know, patient with everybody to you know get them get them in the right mindset to play.
1: Lee, I gotta ask you, you know, so you're a stud wideout, a big-time recruit, everybody wants you, and how does Coach Alvarez, I know Chris Chambers is a big part of it, but how does Coach Alvarez, every time you go in an NFL locker room and say, like, all you all do is run the zone and pound the ball, you know, for a running back, yeah, I can see that being the case, but it's, how did he convince you to come here? He hired Henry Mason.
9: Well, yeah. <laughs> Coach Mason, Coach Mason was a big part of it, but 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 also you look at some of the receivers that had come through, you know, come through Wisconsin, right? You had Al Toon and you, and you know Chris was having success, but even in high school, like I came from a wing T offense, right? So wow. we were slanging the ball just around, got the answer you know, wide open running shoot. So for me, it was always, you know, I knew I was only going to get a certain number of opportunities a game. So I just had to make the best of it. And I think that's, you know, one of the things that, you know, they they respected about me and saw about me was, you know, it wasn't just, you know, wide open, you know, he has a, a, a large, you know, a large number of catches and things like that. But when I did get my hands on the ball, I was able to do something with it.
3: You were a mean and, uh, stock blocker. You, well, you, you yeah. crushed it. You <laughs> just crushed it. With the stock blocking here. We well, didn't
9: <laughs> you know, you got to keep it. That's like how we play blackjack. <laughs> you run running zone and belly all game. You, know, you get two passes.
3: You gotta, You're like. You mean, to mean
9: to you pass the ball there. five times a
1: game? I <laughs> <Now we laughs> got one here. Once he <laughs> yeah, said ring right. T, I'm like, I can't believe I asked that question. Why I can't. Uh, Lee, before we let you go, thanks again for joining us, but the injury. And I remember being at that spring game and oh, having a God. bunch of you know Coors Light over at Butch's Baloney Bash, and it oh, just all. Can you take us through buzz kill in the that history of process? College football. And, you know, the only good thing that came out of that is that, that the turf got replaced. That was the only good thing that came out of that. But can you just go through the? Because we talk a lot about how coach helps you know these messages get through adversity. That was adversity exemplified.
9: Yeah, it was. You know. <laughs> It, thinking back on it right um, it it is ironic that you know you decide to stay in school come back and it happened on draft day I don't know if you remember that it happened oh. on draft day and so you know you get a ton of calls but I remember coach alvarez coming into uh coming into that doctor's office and he was crushed right and you know you can you can see it you can see it in his face uh, you can see it in his body language that, you know, he felt, he felt, you know, a, a, a tremendous amount of, 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 of pain for me, right? He felt, he felt bad for me. He felt bad that this happened. But at the same time, you know, he, he, he told me that, you know, whatever they could do to help me get, get, get back to plan and get better, um, and get through this, you know, they, they, they'll do. And so you know from that from that moment on it was you know kind of his same old message of don't flinch right yeah you got hit with a punch yeah you get knocked down whatever but don't flinch keep grinding you know get up work back and 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 we're here to help you amen and you did that you did that it was was like
2: ptsd for i'm I'm sure with lee babe duramus same type of thing Mm -hmm. but in practice and 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 he's he's talked about that and related that too and and he you know, he he went to Lee the same way he went to you, or excuse me, to to Babe, and and same way he went to you, Lee, and and um, you know, I, it just uh, yeah, and, you yeah, know, it's, it's who he is, and and we all know that.
3: And you persevered, yeah. overcame adversity, and had an unbelievable NFL career. And uh, we really appreciate you coming on with us and yeah. sharing your story, man. And
2: by the way, you have the best photo in all the complex and you know which one it is with the arms up <laughs> yeah. walking through the tunnel yeah. and it goes right up yeah. to the coach's offices so we know <laughs> I mean that that is that is perfect and and that's why we, you know we, we really appreciate you having come on and you know the best receiver in, in Badger's history I was just going to
0: non- ask
3: I, there, it, he's yeah. Got to be. That's why he's got the photo.
1: Amen. Amen.
3: Lee, appreciate
0: you, man. Amen. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Any Anytime, guys. You're listening to the Players of Barry Alvarez, part of ESPN Wisconsin's Barry Week, presented by the Wisconsin Alumni Association and Iron Jock. Iron Jock would like to thank Barry Alvarez for his storied career at the University of Wisconsin. Thank you, Barry. From Iron Jock Nation, go to ironjock.com and receive 20% off orders over $50 when you use the code IRONJock20. Thanks for the memories, Coach. It's touchdown. Double makes the big play for the Badgers. Celebrating more than 30 years of excellence, this is ESPN Wisconsin's Barry Week, presented by the Wisconsin Alumni Association and Iron Jock. Now, back to the players of Barry. With Tarek Sala and Derek Engler, here's Mark Tauscher. A little
1: players only just in talking about the legacy of what Coach Alvarez did. Mike Thanks for joining us. How are you doing today?
2: Not bad, guys. How's it going? Tom, when you were getting recruited by Coach Alvarez, uh, you know, obviously to play D line, did that thought ever cross your mind like, hey, I don't want to play O line? You know, what? where am I going to be? And, and, I mean, did you ever have that conversation with Coach Alvarez?
8: Well, this year when I got recruited, they sort of told me that I was going to play inside linebacker. So <laughs> once, <laughs> once I got to, uh, you know, training camp the first year, I didn't know that. Um, so I,
2: you you got you got recruited to play inside linebacker.
8: Yeah, yeah, I was a little thinner back then. <laughs>
4: we all were.
8: <laughs> but uh, yeah, we came to my high school and funny story is that uh, I skipped school to go pick up my my buddy who moved out of state, and uh, I skipped school to go pick him up at the airport, and I got caught, so I was in in school suspension when Alvin. You were classic. That's classic. <laughs> did he offer
1: you right away? So did yeah, was was, you in like a room for us in school suspension? Yeah. You were sitting in a room up. So did coach have to come in and like sit like like it was almost like prison?
8: Oh yeah, there was a bunch of you know idiots in there. So the principal came up to knock on the door and he you know he waved me out in the hallway and he's like, hey, the uh, new head coach from Wisconsin's here to talk to you. I'm like, well, don't tell him where I'm at. <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, no, don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, Alvarez, all that, and him and Mac, they, they, I initially committed to Iowa State, and uh, you know they they put their sales pitch on, and I I committed on the spot. So it was a pretty exciting time for me, and I guess my claim to fame was that I was uh, I was Coach Alvarez's first recruit, first commit. Oh really? Wow! Yeah. Is that right? I didn't know that. Wow, that that wow. is impressive.
2: And and so, did you commit in the in school suspension room?
8: Well, no, I was in the principal's <laughs> office. That you were the, the principal's office. office. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I
4: was. We actually <laughs>
8: <laughs> took me out of the in school uh, in school suspension room, and then we went into the. That's
11: the principal's office where he offered me. You so. <laughs> must have been
0: really good. Yeah. Thompson had great hands,
2: man. I'll tell you what. I, I thought I might lose my scholarship because I couldn't stay on my feet in scout team because Thompson's just like shedding me left and right. Well, I
3: got to tell you, this is Tark Mike, and, and I owe hey, you like six or seven sacks because he just grabbed the tackle and the guard and let me run free. <laughs> Uh, in particular, the Michigan game at Michigan, I remember he just he just grabbed them, and uh, I had a free uh, go at the quarterback, so I got to thank you, man. Good stuff, Tom. Appreciate it, buddy. Yeah. Uh, thanks a lot for joining Bye. us. We really appreciate it. Yeah,
8: you bet. Thanks for having me, guys. Good night,
1: buddy. And joining us next with Tark Sala, Derek Engler, and myself talking, reminiscing, telling stories. Uh, this is the best storyteller I know from Russia. Vitaly uh, Pasetsky. We need a translator. Or uh, maybe we'll see. I'm not sure where he's at right now. <laughs> you,
2: you, you took Russian salad,
1: didn't you? Yeah. yeah you I, 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 this, I watched uh, Rocky Four. Do you guys want to do this in Russian? We'll just interpret it later.
12: <laughs> let. Net, let
5: let's listen. us listen. listen.
12: I took care oh, of the of the cyber situation in Wisconsin. Now I'm down in Florida taking care of the next election cycle. Okay. <laughs> 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 Fair enough. You all
1: right my uh <laughs> All right, Tally, hey, you know, I know how close you are with Coach Alvarez and uh just tell us what you're thinking.
12: It's good or sweet, honestly. I just um... For me, the life in you know in America really started when I got to Wisconsin, and you know it actually really started with a recruiting trip that Tark was one of my hosts. I'll never forget that day. Tark That's was your host. Place. Wow! <laughs> is you know, it was, what is going It was actually it was supposed to be Manny Castro because you know we came from the same high school, but Manny at least told me that he had a final <laughs> the next day. And he <laughs> he didn't me off. He punted me off to Tarkin and, and Pete Monty. So the rest is, you can probably imagine the rest. All right, and what's your what's what your Alvi story? So my Alvi story, that's a really good one, actually, if I say so myself. So, okay, we'll yeah, judge as that you guys, later. Yep. You guys remember, as you guys remember, you know, we back then we used to hold our camp at seminary. I guess I first say that uh, I'm Jewish. Russian Jew, Soviet Jew, which really is more of a nationality than a religious thing, because it was pointed out to me a number of times I'm the world's worst Jew. I don't know when things, you know, what things to celebrate, et cetera. So one other rule we had, if you're not 10 minutes early, you're 15 minutes late, right? And then the other one was, if something is optional on itinerary, it's really not optional. It really doesn't take a genius to figure that out. So my first week in 97 at seminary, uh, Sunday comes, and I look at the board, and it, at, at noon it says Mass. And it says optional, because it should say optional, right? And so I'm thinking, yeah, I, I really should go to that mass. I'm like, nah, let me let me, let me me see if I can miss it. It says optional. I can't get in too much trouble. And so I keep thinking about it. So about 11.30, 11.40, I hear everybody kind of leaving their rooms and start making their way towards that chapel. And I'm like, you really should go. And I'm like, nah, nah, you know, I sort of promised myself I'm going to stay. I'm going to see what happens. And so I stay in my room. I'm biting my nails. I'm, I'm really questioning my thinking here, uh, to say the least. And at about uh, one of the managers runs for me. and goes, why? You know, everybody's waiting for you.
5: What's going on? I
12: said, I I, I don't think I'm going. What do you mean you're not going? I "I don't feel comfortable. Why not? I'm Jewish. And the guy looks at me like, like, are you seriously going to play that card right now? And I, I, uh, at this point, I got to maintain. And so I said, yeah. He goes, is this what you want want me to tell Coach Alvarez? I said, yeah, it's the truth. And so he I got a guy he kind of looks at him and goes, good luck to you. And then he goes. <laughs> so I, 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 sit, a, I sit in my room. What do you I'm want me to do? I'm like, the
1: equipment I'm, manager.
12: Sweating, <laughs> I'm sweating like, like you wouldn't believe this is supposed to, like, relax me, right? The whole reason I'm not going. But instead, I'm just, I'm you know, I'm sweating bullets. And so, you know, I hear the guys come back. I don't think we had practices that day. It was a pretty chill day, lots of meetings, lunch, et cetera. And I'm like, I kind of, I kind of like. You know, find a way to you know abuse the system a little bit, as they say. And so dinner time, we're all sitting, eating, and um, finished by dinner. I go put my tray away, and be uh, kind of motions me and goes, "Vi, come over here." And there's a couple of coaches there, and uh, he goes, looks at me, and goes, "Vi, we uh, we missed you at the, at the chapel today for the mass. Where were you?" I said, well, "Coach, I, you know, I, I didn't feel comfortable. What do you mean?" "You don't feel comfortable?" Said, "Coach, I'm Jewish. This is a Catholic mass." So he kind of looks at me and goes, "All right, I'll tell you what. Uh, next Saturday we're gonna have a van waiting for you outside, and we'll do that before every game, so we can take you to the to the synagogue, and you can do your business there." <laughs> I said, "Coach, I'm gonna be going to <laughs> go to the match uh-huh. with you out. And he kind of looked at me and goes, "I thought so." <laughs> I laughed. About it. Uh, and when I reminded him that story about ten years ago, he just he he was dying laughing. He, he I guess he must have forgotten, but then. Every time I've seen him since, he would have me tell the story to to anyone around and He just loved hearing that story.
0: And, uh, I think it's a pretty good one.
1: <laughs> that is a fantastic story. Vitaly, we appreciate you joining us.
0: Thank you, guys. Thanks, man. It. Take good care, Vitaly. You're listening to the Players of Barry Alvarez, part of ESPN Wisconsin's Barry Week, presented by the Wisconsin Alumni Association and Iron Jock. This is ESPN Wisconsin's Barry Week, presented by the Wisconsin Alumni Association and Iron Jock. Find more great content celebrating the legendary career of Barry Alvarez. Subscribe to the Varsity Podcast free on Wisconsin On Demand. Now, back to the players of Barry. With Tarek Sala and Derek Engler, here's Mark Tauscher. Well,
1: now I'm excited about this one. We talk a lot about guys. Ron talked about you guys taking care of him. Uh, I remember playing. I think Corey was with the at that point San Diego Chargers, right? Uh, he gave, gave me a couple beers after the Chargers game. <laughs> it, it's the Wisconsin <laughs> thing, man. You just everybody takes. Here he was my host, by the way. Well, that's probably why you came. <laughs> <laughs> but Corey Raymer is here joining us. And, uh, Corey, first off, I appreciated the beers that you gave, and always, you know, being so nice after games. But when you kind of got wind that Coach Alvarez was calling it, what were your first thoughts? <laughs>
4: It's about damn time. <laughs> <laughs> I figured. I mean, he's been around for so much. You know, he's he's obviously for the state of Wisconsin, for the, the you know, the Badgers all, for college, for even the professional side of things. I mean, it, he's he needs to go retire and um, enjoy life because he deserves it, because he's brought so much to all of us. And I, I just, uh, you, you kind of, everybody knew that, it was coming but he just kept on tagging along tagging along and it's uh i think because he just meant so much for the university and he did so well and he knows it and I, it, he he just did so well and didn't want to leave and nobody wants to see him leave he can he can stay there until he's 150 years old <laughs> <laughs>
1: Corey, I, spanish blood can, can you yeah. tell us a little bit because that team a 93 team 94 rose bowl it has set the stage for what we've seen in Coach Alvarez's 30-some-odd years here. Can you kind of take us – I'm always fascinated with that Michigan State trip over to Tokyo because I remember as a kid staying up to watch that. What was that trip like and and how Coach prepared you guys, You know whether it's the time chain, all of the stuff that he, you guys had to do to go over there and get that done?
4: Well – I was amazed at it, too, because like it was introduced to Saki. Holy crap. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, was there curfew? Man, did you, you guys have curfew? How, how uh, many days it, early did you guys go? It was tight, wasn't it, uh, Corey? It was, It was. I mean, a week to ten days. It was a good week. But the the thing that was crazy about it is he's doing all the – well, first of all, it was a home game. So everybody was kind of bitter that we were flying to Tokyo to play Michigan State, which, oh, by the way, is a two-hour flight. Um and now it's a home game to give that up to go to the Rose Bowl. so that everybody was kind of bitter with that, so we got over it in a hurry, but Coach, he talked to everybody that he possibly could, and we started practicing um every day like an hour or two hours later and by the by the end of it we're pract- we're getting you know getting up and going to school, but we're practicing at midnight eleven o'clock midnight because that's the time over in Tokyo. So by the time we got, so we were acclimated, we truly were, when we got off the plane and jumped onto the field, I, there really wasn't a problem doing it just because of the preparation and doing it. Well, he called NASA, so, right, Corey? And
3: he he was talking to Houston. And sure. He, and he, he got all the details. At least that's what we believed, right? Or maybe I'm the only one that believed it.
4: I know he talked to everybody he possibly could because he told us the stories on it, this and that. And, I mean, we were like, whatever. You know, <laughs> we're going to stay up till 4 o'clock in the morning. And it, it, oh, sure? Really? You want me to practice at midnight? No problem. Because, by the by the way, we get up at 3 or 4 o'clock in the afternoon because we're in college. So, I mean, that was, <laughs> no.
1: this is easy. Corey, we really appreciate you joining us. Thanks a lot, Corey.
4: Thanks, Corey. Hey, guys. Have a good one, guys. Good to hear from you.
1: Joining us now is Matt Davenport, Tark Salah, myself, Derek Engler. All right, Matthew, Dab, you should, you should
2: be, feel very privileged. You, you now are the second kicker of our, our players only oh, show.
7: Kickers, kickers. That's uh, that is quite an honor. And just full disclosure, I'm standing out of a outside of an Orange Theory Fitness. I don't go there, but I just want if you hear some beats in the background, that's what's going on.
1: So, why are you there? Yeah, but you, you're you like faking like you're working uh, yeah. out? We him, time out. Heather, I'm working out again, uh, and there's like a Jamba Juice
7: in your <laughs> uh, <laughs> I usually do this before I head home. I just, I just hang around this Orange Theory
1: thing. <laughs> Nothing creepy about that, no. I'm just hanging around
7: Orange Theory. <laughs> No, we got some dinner with the family, and I'm 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 hanging out. No, I was looking forward to talking to you guys.
1: All right, Matthew. So Vitaly came on. He told his stories, uh, the JP and everything else. You know, Coach Alvarez has decided that 31 years, he's going to go off and retire. What did you think when you heard yeah. the news?
7: I don't know. It was kind of I, I was a little uh, a little sad. I mean, in an unusual sort of way. I don't. I mean, you figured that was going to come at some point, but I'm I don't know. It's such a close connection to the program, especially being all the way out here and. Southern California so it's still having that connection we go back and seeing him he still ignores me but at least I, I know him yeah. and you know so now it, it, I don't know there's a little <laughs> bit of sadness with that so it'll be interesting to see what the next chapter holds but it's good for him he's he's done about all he can do
2: Dev, you know everybody in and you know when we're players for Coach Alvarez it's one thing you know where we're at in life in that age and everything else but later in life we've all, we've all went through the ringer and, and understood what it you know adversity comes our way and 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 bobby said it best he said uh, you know coach alvarez prepared me for life um you know yeah. it, would you I, i'm assuming you'd echo that but maybe you can expand
7: yeah i mean i i was fortunate enough to have like a and i still do have a great dad great mom so i you know i think they did a good job preparing me for alvarez and then uh, i think with alvarez like yeah i mean i i think the idea of not to be super cliche but not flinching and just kind of pressing through and and seeing, like, you know, the giants of the world, the, the big obstacles or the teams that are better than you, and just just giving it your all, I, I think it had a huge impact. I, I mean, looking back, you know, especially being a kicker, which my 9-year-old son reminds me that nobody wants to grow up and be a kicker. But the it's like, I just feel like I was with Alvarez. He really prepared me just to go for it. You just give everything and just go for it, and good things are going to happen. So, yeah, I absolutely, he played a played a huge part in just my I think my confidence kind of launched me into sort of adulthood you know it's such a critical time when you're you know 18, 21, 22 It's, it's super critical and to have a guy that I always felt like Alvarez could, you know, beat up the other coach, and that gave me a lot of confidence. (laughs) Are
0: sure Lou
1: Tepper was running? (laughs) He was definitely going to Lou Tepper was running. Hey, I'll tell you what, nobody wants to be a kicker. I think people, nobody wants to be an old lineman I don't know if you've ever been to, like, a youth camp. Nobody's ever (laughs) like, man, I really want to, you know, get to be 300 pounds and play offensive line. Everybody at training camp wants to be a kicker. Yeah, but that's
7: because they can't kick. You know, like my, my high school coach said, you may be, you may be small, but you're slow, you know? And so I had to like, at some point I had to find a position where I could find a little niche and work it out. But, but nobody, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm a landscape consultant now. That's the only other thing people don't want to grow up and be. It's like a place <laughs> kicker and a landscape consultant. Hey. I'm kind of qu- <laughs> I'm I'm cornering
8: the market on all those things.
1: You found your niche. <laughs> Dav, we appreciate you, man, and uh, really glad that you made the trip out to Wisconsin. You are a fantastic yeah. human being, and we will catch up with you soon.
0: Thanks, Dav. Right, Take you care. Guys. You're listening to the Players of Barry Alvarez, part of ESPN Wisconsin's Barry Week, presented by the Wisconsin Alumni Association and Iron Jock. Thanks for the memories, Coach. people in this state have been great to me. I I love this place. Celebrating more than 30 years of excellence, this is Barry Week on ESPN Wisconsin, presented by the Wisconsin Alumni Association and Iron Jock. Now, back to the Players of Barry. With Tarek Sala and Derek Engler, here's Mark Tauscher. We are joined now by Don Davey. And I thought this would be the perfect guy to finish
1: this show off with. Because Amen. he can give us a real glimpse to what this place was like before
3: Barry Alvarez. He's Don. the only guy that didn't fall on the ground when the whistle sna- uh, whistle blew. Well, let's hear that story. Yeah.
1: Don What Don Davey, tell us the story on that.
11: Well, I uh inside drill is always my favorite drill, right? That's uh one-on-one, man-on-man, you're big guys. Offensive lineman against defensive lineman. There's nowhere to run. You know it's not gonna be a toss pitch. And uh, and we lined up and, and that's kind of a man on man drill that Barry Alvarez loved and uh, and you know, I was a senior on his team and I wanted to make a good impression. And so I did what I always do. I came flying off the ball and I hit people in the mouth and, and knocked them down <laughs> to the ground and Knocked over the running backs and laid out a few people there. And uh, a couple of the guys were scamming on the ground, falling over and uh, <laughs> tripping over themselves. And they watched the film afterwards and said, damn it, Davy's the only guy still standing up. What are the rest of you doing laying, floundering around on the ground?
3: Hey, one more one more story from back then. Wasn't there a guy named Nick Polzinski that
11: gave a speech that you guys were going to win every game? Oh, my God. So this, this goes back to the seminary <laughs> training camp, okay, our first year. Barry, he beat us up pretty good that off offseason. Uh, we had like 25 guys quit the team. Uh, we went into training camp, and he went through two days. And and we're in the middle of two days, and he used to have the seniors. Uh, I was a captain. Nick Polzinski was a captain, uh, Greg Thomas. Uh, and and we get up there and talk in front of the team. And, and Coach would be like, you know what? It's your team. You get up there. You get up on stage, and you talk to them. And Nick was a big offensive lineman, great guy, you know. Uh, but just uh, got up there and just. We weren't a very talented football game, a team, and Barry knew that at the time. And Nick gets up there and starts yelling and screaming to everybody, Hey, everybody in this room, we're gonna win every damn game, and we're gonna go to the Rose Bowl, and we're gonna finish 11-0. And also Barry just comes walking up and said, Nick. Have a seat. <laughs> <Because> listen, <laughs> I, he had just won the Orange Bowl, right, with the Notre Dame, and just won a national championship. And he's like, Nick, I've been on a national championship team, and I got news for you, guys. This is not a national championship football team. Now, that doesn't mean we're not going to play hard. It doesn't mean we're not going to win. It doesn't mean we're not going to knock some people in the mouth. But, uh, but you know, let's let's cool your jets here a little bit, Nick. Let's uh, we got to build a foundation first before we start talking about national championships.
2: You know, Don, you got to tell us. You know, being on that that first year of, of you know the Alvarez era, and you know we've had, and you're like Tao said, you're perfect to end this because we've had a lot of great uh, stories from players you know throughout the the three decades, and and um, you know, I'm just wondering you know if there's one thing that you can go especially that first year that you kind of later in life because you've had as we all know a lot of success on the football field of course in business um and in life and and just constantly pushing yourself uh to achieve things and I, and i know that like the rest of us you know there's a big part that of us that reflect back to coach elvarez and some of the things that he taught us you know during uh our playing days
11: Oh, are you kidding me? Every single day. And, and I'll go back and, uh, and you guys will appreciate this. Uh, Tosh, you're a Wisconsin guy. You know, I grew up in Wisconsin watching the Badgers play and, uh, and they were, you know, had some real good football players on uh, some good teams. But, you know, we won seven games and went to the Independence Bowl, uh, under Dave McLean in the 80s and, and the state went crazy, right? It's like, this is, oh my God, Wisconsin football, we're in a bowl game. It was a huge deal. And it was somewhat of a sense that, hey, you know what? This is, let's be satisfied with this. Let, this is as good as it gets for us, right? We're, we're Wisconsin. We're not Michigan. We're not Ohio State. We're not Alabama. You know, this is kind of what we have to settle for uh, as a program. Uh, that was kind of the mentality and the culture. And, and if Barry comes in, we are 1-10 the season before. Uh, Barry comes in, that very first meeting. I'll never forget this. I'm sitting in the front row. I'm a senior, head in my senior year. And Barry had just won the National Championship under Lou Holtz at, at Notre Dame. Comes into that first team meeting walks up to the podium and and looks every guy square in the eye and said, listen, sit up straight in your chair. If you've got a hat on, take it off. If you've got an earring in, take it out. Sit up straight, look me in the eye. I'm Barry Alvarez. I'm your new football coach, and I'm here to win. And in one sentence completely changed the trajectory of Wisconsin football. It, it, he just reset the bar where it's like, listen, you know, Average isn't good enough. Good isn't good enough. I'm only interested in excellence in everything we do. And it starts with the off-season program. It starts with the weight room. It starts with, you know, going to class and being on time and not skipping class and being at study table and being at a training table and being accountable for things you do on the field, off the field. and And to me, that... It, from the very first meeting, he reset it, and like I said, we had 25 guys quit the team and said, "You know what? This is too hard. I don't want to part to do with this." Because we were up at five in the morning and we we're in the shell, and he's doing three hour workouts in the offseason. season. We had never done that before, and we're throwing up and we're puking. And me, I was excited about it. I said, "You know what? This is what this guy knows. What it takes to win. This guy is a champion, and I want to be that. And if this is what it takes, I'll run through that brick wall for this guy." And, and, and so much of that is carried over uh, to your point, uh, Derek, that, uh, you know, this isn't just football, right? I, I mean, I did that at Wisconsin and I took that attitude to my pro career. Uh, but you know, as a husband and as a father and as a business owner and as a philanthropist and as a Ironman, I mean, in everything I do now, it's like, you know what, I'm not going to settle for being average in everything. I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to strive for excellence in everything I do. And it was a, a cultural change that, that, he brought, and to me, that's the biggest gift he gave to not only the football program but the entire Wisconsin athletic uh, program. Yeah, and this
2: is why we saved you for last, Don, because I mean that is well said. Uh, You know, and uh, to be honest with you, we'd had Lee Evans on, and we, and what you just said, it's great to hear because you know the first year best player on that team. What you just said is what we asked Lee Evans about. You know, and we, we could all relate to was. Coach Alvarez, he didn't care about beating the Illinois, Iowa, Minnesota's right, being good, average, going to eight and four, going to whatever bowl game. No, we need to beat Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State. We want to win Rose Bowls. I mean, that it was it, it was the big games that he prepared us for start at the start of the week. Just Sundays. Right, I mean, right when we got the, the scouting report, you know, we all sat in there. We'd see that helmet. They'd put the props up there, uh, you know, and then build us up throughout the week. And and um, you know, uh, it's it's great to hear you. I, I, you've never told that story, uh, you know, about sitting in that that um, team meeting room and, and you know, if you have a hat on, take it off. If you have an earring in, take it out. Sit up straight. I'm your head coach, and I'm here to win. I love that. Period. And that that really kind of sets the stage for the next 31 years.
3: No question. You know, one of the things he used to say is get comfortable being uncomfortable. And that's life, man. Life is not comfortable. Yeah. And he made it uncomfortable. We got used to it and we, we worked in that, in that climate. It made us better.
11: You know, the other thing, Tark, uh, that the, uh, along with all the work and along with the discipline and along with the, you know, count on me and along with the don't flinch and all that toughness and hard work and effort, it was always, and you know what? Hey, guys, let's have some fun right I mean winning is fun right Uh, the hard work is is fun when it leads to success on the field he's like uh, it's no fun getting beat I I lost lost games we played Michigan my freshman year in the big outs we lost 62 to 7 for God's sakes trust me that's no fun I played my ass off but there's not a lot of fun in doing that Um, but getting good getting better week to week sweat blood sweat and tears with your teammates and then seeing the results on the field And, and to me, Barry, his legacy is just one of, of leadership, right? Because uh, to me, a great leader is someone who inspires other people to be the best they can be. And that was true for me as a player. Um, I got a lot better when Barry came on board simply because he raised the expectations. And he pulled me aside said, hey, listen, Donnie, you know, uh, you're, I'm going to build a team around you this year. This you're you're the guy, right? And so you have to carry us. You have to carry this defense, and you have to raise your level of game. And I responded, and I did, and that carried to the whole defense, and that carried to the whole team. And to me, most impressive when he stepped out of coaching and into the athletic director job, took that same championship attitude to, you know, tennis and to golf and to hockey and to women's basketball and to, to all of the sports programs.
2: You hit sports. it on the head, Don. And, and, and we talk about, you know, Coach Alvarez and, you know, obviously what a strong leader, what a great coach is, a teacher, you know, a mentor, a friend, a father figure, so on and so forth. But a lot of people don't talk about what a great listener he is. And, you know, there there is a reason that, you know, whether it be Bob Devaney, Hayden Fry, Lou Holtz, you know, he listened to all those great coaches, you know he listened to administrators, athletic directors when he took the athletic director job. I mean, he—that a lot of people don't mention that as a quality, but it, it's something that you know if you've been around him long enough, you, you definitely notice it.
11: Yep, absolutely. And again, that's another characteristic of le- great leaders, right? Uh, leadership is not. Hey, listen, I, I I know a lot of things. I'm smart in a lot of areas. I know a lot about this and that. But where I don't know, I'm going to listen. I'm going to talk to experts and uh, build a team around me of people to do it. And and for 32 years, uh, we were lucky at Wisconsin to have him uh, running our football program and running our entire athletic department. It's a uh, hey, it's man. really a bittersweet time. I mean, it's we all owe him so much. Uh, and not just his players, but the whole state of Wisconsin and what he's done for the, for the program and for the state, and the sense of pride that he's brought in. Um, it's uh, proud of him. We're going to celebrate him. I uh, love him to death, and, uh, but, it's, but it's sad that, that we're losing him, and there's some awfully big shoes to fill.
1: I don't think we could have finished up No, it was perfect. Better. I better. Don, Don Davey. Davey. really perfect. appreciate your time and your insights. Hey, guys. Always great to talk to you. Have a good night, buddy. Talk to you soon. Thanks so much.
0: Miss any great Barry Week content? You don't need a search committee to find it. I won't use a search committee. Most search committees use me. Full show podcasts are available free. Subscribe to the Varsity Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Wisconsin On Demand, and wherever you get your podcasts.